I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Jags Drive Time with John Osherberg. Brian Sexton. Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. We'll take a knee and get out of here. The clock continues to turn. This place is empty. It ain't empty because I see a bunch of teal colors over in the stands. Trevor's going to take a knee. He takes a knee, and that will do it. Right there at the end, that scuffle was Trevor. Was Trevor? He was in the middle of it, and I think he was letting these Tennessee Titans know, boys, I'm here, okay, and this is going to be my division in the future. Responding after last week as a team, we were pissed off when we had to come out and answer a division opponent. Team we haven't beaten in a long time. Uh, we're just we wanted to get this one back. It's all house now. That's all I gotta say. Been disrespecting too long. It's time to go. Let's go. Do more. Do more. Don't fall short, y'all, man. We coming back home with this. It was always the Jacks, baby. Well, how could it be anything but a good morning when it starts that way? Hello and welcome to Thursday's edition of Drive Time from TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. Brian Sexton alongside John Osier. You know, John, last week after the mm-hmm. loss in Detroit, the week felt like it, I mean, every day felt like Monday. You just, it's tough to shake that hangover, right? This week, I mean, it's already Thursday. Yeah. It feels like it's racing by. Yeah, and we work for the team, so we want the team to win. Yes. But in our position, there's a neutrality, too, that you don't really get caught up in that, but... What I loved about that clip we just showed, um, I went to the BCB gathering, uh, Bull Sea Brigade gathering yeah. in Nashville and talked to a lot of people who I consider friends after knowing them now for six, seven years. They probably don't feel the same way about <laughs> me. But a one-way friendship has developed. And the passion that they feel for it, um, to have the moments, I haven't talked to any of them since the game, but I can't imagine that they weren't watching Trevor go after the defensive lineman, wave to the fans, point at the scoreboard. Uh, they have their guy. The Jaguars have their guy. Right. I, I wrote in Quick Thoughts this morning, if there was any doubt that he was 
that this was his team. And I didn't really extend it to this, but his fan base, his it it ended right there. This kid is fun. He's competitive. He does it the right way. He's got a little sass to him. I uh, it's going to be fun around here for a while with this kid. Yeah, you know, uh, this could be the start of something big. I mean, you, you, you can sense that. And I go back to yesterday's conversation with Brian Broadus uh, from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas talking about Jacksonville being that Green Bay kind of market in the South, you know, the one-horse town. And it's small, but the fan base is passionate. And mm-hmm. when they show up in places like Nashville or Tampa a couple of years ago, they go somewhere every year. You you, you can see the genesis of it. What they needed was someone like Trevor mm-hmm. to just make it all fall into place. And, and it was such a are. cool moment uh, of there. Of And when you're in the press box, you That's see That's where it's it. air-conditioned or heated, depending on the situation. It's, it, it's fantastic. Okay. I, I, I could live there. <laughs> um, but you don't feel it. As, as 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 I've gotten away from the day and seen more clips and talked to more people, there really was a feeling of, all right, we're done being kicked around. No more. This is going to be ours now. And if it's not ours, you're not going to take it from us easy anymore. Right. And I thought that's what the scoreboard look was. It was a little it, – it was a little juvenile and sassy, yeah. but I like that. Well, and it's allowed us That's to kind of hang guy. on to it, yeah. you know? It's made it fun to chew on all week long. So big shout-out to Trent and the crew that puts that all together, all the photographers in the Jaguars production department. They got great shots of all of it, and you can see the entire sounds of the game on Jaguars.com. Trent's right over there, by the way. He's pretending he doesn't hear you, but yeah. he heard you. Well, he's, you know. Even through the glass. He's sensitive to his name being called. Um, I'm sensitive to the fact that it's time to move on because the Cowboys – present a huge challenge on Sunday for the Jaguars and another moment that the fans can celebrate a week before Christmas. So let's roll right into big things here on a Thursday. And we'll start with a different Doug. Look, hey, Doug has never been the guy who talks about running the ball and how many runs and balance and all of that. He's a guy who likes to throw the ball. He's a former quarterback, after all, and he understands modern offense. However, yesterday, talking to the media, he did hint that it might be a little something different on Sunday. You, you, you need more. You need more out of out of the run game. Um, you know, you probably need that 120 to 130 yards. You know, you need to somehow slow the pass rush down. You've, you've got to be able to do that. And you know, um, you know, sometimes even the mindset of playing ball control. You know, and, and keeping the ball out of their hands is an explosive offense. You're always going to play teams that are, you know, really good run defensive stopping units, which we've had the last couple of weeks. This is another one that. You know, is is doing a pretty good job in the in the run game, but you know, we just gotta we just gotta maybe call a few more um, and then execute a little bit better. Big thing too is better take two to chin straps to aspirin before the game. The the Cowboys are a team that runs the ball with two running backs. They average 144.5 yards per game. Each of the running backs is on pace for a thousand yards. Each already has nine touchdowns. That's the engine that makes this go. You see the big highlights of C.D. Lamb making the dramatic catch down the field, but it's those two running backs that make it go. We'll show you that in just a moment. First, though, let's go to big thing three, which is twas a Thursday before Christmas. Uh, here we go, folks. I mean, the intensity of this game goes far beyond the fact that it's the Dallas Cowboys making only their second-ever visit here to Jacksonville to play a football game. The first was opening day 2006, so it's been a while. 
the other side of the coin is that it's a big game. It's meaningful football. And we talked back around, oh, I don't know, training camp, right, in the preseason. Just give us some meaningful football games around Thanksgiving. Here we are now with a big, meaningful football game the Sunday before Christmas. Players understand what that means. We're excited about the sold-out crowd. This is the type of environment that we've hoped for back in training camp. And now we're at the opportunity that we get to play meaningful games this late in the year. Uh, some special man. And, you know, I think everything that we're doing now, it's, you know, it's, it's a part of what the steps that we had to do to grow the organization as a team. So, uh, like I said, man, earlier, we're excited about it. And it's just the next opportunity, next man up. All right, those are big things. John, just talking to folks around the building, the crowd we're going to see here on Sunday is going to be reminiscent of the Patriots in 2018, mm -hmm. some of the Steelers games throughout the years, some of the biggest, boldest crowds that Alltel Stadium, Jacksonville Municipal Stadium, now TIAA Bank Field has ever seen. It's going to be a huge event of a game. Yeah, and there's going to be Cowboys fans there. And But guess what? There's Cowboys fans in every stadium in the league when they play. That's how it is. Uh, I, I, I said a couple times, I said on our Huddle Up podcast yesterday with Bucky Brooks. Um, the Bucky Brooks? The Bucky Brooks. Well, it, it's his show, his town. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's going to be Cowboy fans, but I don't doubt for a minute that uh, the Jaguars fans here are going to be the dominant presence. No. And uh, they're going to be – now – They've got to continue to earn that throughout the game because if, if you're down by 10, they're not going to be the dominant presence. But I think the Jaguars fans are going to come out in force. I think they're ready. I think there's enthusiasm about this team. I think it's going to be exciting. All right, let's jump back to the running game because Doug talked about having to have 120, 130 yards. And earlier this year, you couldn't get him to give you a number. He didn't want to be pinned into a balanced kind of conversation. But just look here. The Jaguars, over the last four games, have only averaged 67 rushing yards per game. Now, part of that, you can say, is falling behind in Kansas City and Detroit, and obviously that's the case. Uh, Baltimore, that you know, you lose Travis Etienne, yeah. so you only get 38. So there is some circumstantial evidence for why that that number would be low. But there, there's a 71 and a half yard per game differential between what they're getting on the ground and their ability to have control of the ball and the clock as opposed to you see what the the defense unfortunately the last four games has not been very good stopping the run yeah um i, I was trying to figure out the graphic here but it it's a good graphic because it obviously shows the drop off i think the drop off primarily it is not necessarily uh effort or commitment to it i think it's more they haven't broken big runs yeah um for the first eight or nine games of the season, it was remarkable how often you saw ETN break a run. And then they broke a couple for J-Rob when he was here. But Travis ETN was breaking 25 to 49-yard-ish runs with remarkable consistency. That hasn't been there the last four weeks. Uh, I, I think some of that is, is sort of, uh, I don't want to say luck, but it's tough to pop him in this league. And sometimes it takes one, maybe you're one play away from popping it. Uh, I I believe it's a key this week. I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be 26 carries anywhere from three to eight where you get that kind of number. Right. I think ETN's going to need to pop a couple. Uh, I think if he breaks two over 25, I think they can win the game. And 
it seems like a lot, but there's been games this year. Uh, Washington, I think, uh, and Indianapolis, he did it. Multiple games where he's done that. I think they're going to need uh, those sort of big plays from him. Worth pointing out that the Ravens and the Titans both top five against the run. On Sunday, Dallas, not top five. They give up a lot of rushing yards, about 130 per game. So perhaps the chance to break one will be there. Now, here's why Doug needs ball control, right? And let's show you the graphic of the comparison with these two running backs from the Dallas Cowboys. And Pollard and Elliott, you can see right there, both averaging more than four yards per carry, both with nine touchdowns. They're different runners, but they're both capable of beating you. And so my question to you is, can the Jaguars stop the Cowboys' rushing attack? Well, um, I don't know that they can stop it in the sense that when you look at the stats at the end of the game, you're going to see them both under 35 yards. I don't right. know if it's, if it's going to be that kind of stop. I think what they can do is is stop them enough and in some situations, say, for example, they have three drives where the Cowboys really get it going, and those drives could very conceivably create 130, 140 yards rushing. If on three or four other drives you get a big first down stop, you're second and nine, you force them into passing situation, you get them out of it, then you're, you know, it's the old thing. I, th- I, I don't think this defense is going to be a dominant defense for 12 series a game. But if they can get four or five big stops, get them off the field in situations, I think they can stop the run that way. I think th- I think the Cowboys are probably too good to think that you're going to have a huge number that's on Sports Center. Hey, they did this. But I think you can stop them enough to get control of the game the way you need to get control of it. All right. When we come back, we'll take you around the Jaguars locker room on the Wednesday of this very busy, energetic, and exciting week for the Jaguars and their fans. Around the locker room is next on Jags Drive Time here on a Thursday morning from TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. Now, Jags Drive Time on a Thursday is brought to you by our friends at the Fields Auto Group. Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury. Visit FieldsAuto.com. Brian and John back with you here. Jags Drive Time. We're in Jacksonville awaiting the arrival of the Cowboys this week. First time they've been here since 2006. And, of course, a huge crowd is expected at the stadium. Now, you can't go anywhere in this town this week which is what makes it fun, without people wanting to talk about this game. And the players also are excited to talk about this. We went around the locker room, and let's start with Josh Allen, who knows what this defense needs to do to keep it going. That's what we, uh, that's what we pride ourselves on this defense, man, is, is to get the ball. Uh, but it's going to take all 11, and that was the, that was, you know, the, the core the core message to the defense, man, we all have to play all 11, especially this game. And this is another opportunity that we can have a game like this. Uh, they, you know, the Cowboys are a really good team, front end and back end. So we all have to be locked in. Communication is going to be key. And we all got to get to that ball. Uh, we got to stop the run. And then we got to rush the passer. So uh, we're excited about this matchup. Pretty much says play good defense, but it goes back to the takeaways creating the turnovers, John, which early in the season when this defense was playing at a high level mm-hmm. was the case. They got off to a hot start. They got to stay hot now. Yeah, it, it's been turnovers all year. I, I, I made the case the last couple of weeks. I don't think this defense has regressed lately. I think it's been what it has been most of the season, a uh, defense that has uh, some troubles in the back end and doesn't rush the passer 
at an absolutely elite level in the NFL. But when they get takeaways, when they take advantage of the opportunities they get, they do get some energy and, and they play much better. It, it can be an effective defense to help them win games if it plays like it did last week, which is, I they deserved a lot of credit last week for continuing to believe in themselves, even when maybe circumstances could have told them that they shouldn't. I mean, I mean Derrick Henry was running, and the Titans were running. They had 14 points, and yet the defense kept playing hard. They kept believing in what they were, and then they started getting turnovers. Uh, Dewey made a play. Uh, Trayvon made a play. And it's sort of what I talked about. I think the Cowboys could have some effective drives, but if this defense continues to believe it can stop them, get some early stops on first down, get them in situations, you can get them off the field enough. That's what complimentary football is when you're not a dominant unit. They're not there yet, but they can get there enough to win this game if they do the things we're talking about. Well, I just asked you off the top of the show, can the Jaguars stop this Dallas Cowboys running offense with those two backs averaging almost 145 rushing yards per game. So let's hear from Jaguars middle linebacker Foye Aluakon, who just happens to be the NFL's leading tackler through 13 games. Can they get this job done? You know, um, Zico kind of grinds you down. I think he's very explosive. He has moves of his own. Pollard can slash. He has moves. I mean, they're very too talented. Uh, nice little stable they got there. Uh, kind of feed off each other, run well. Um, you know, with one eats, the other one's going to eat, you know, right after that. Just brings a little bit different kind of pace to it. So, um, really, 11 is one. I mean, that's how to stop a run game, get in your gap and get to the ball. Uh, if one of them cuts it back, have the next guy clean it up, uh, miss a tackle, somebody clean it up. There's everybody hunting like we did last game, get to the ball from the, from the first quarter to the last quarter. Be a challenge because that offensive line for the Cowboys, even though it's not as good as the great Cowboy lines of the last 10 years have been, still has talented guys like Zach Martin who can get out and make trouble for you. Well, they're good, and they can run block, and they can dominate the game, as he said. Again, I, I keep saying it over and over again, but I truly believe the key is going to be how they play on first down. Can they get them into bad down distance situations and allow them to rush the passer and not always – you cannot be in second and six, third and two, over and over and over again because then it'll get numbing and and they will be in control of the game. Uh, they've got to get some penetration and make plays on uh, first down. I mean, uh, uh, frankly, to the point where he doesn't have to make the plays all the time. Get the penetration and take the middle linebacker out of it. Defensive line has to penetrate and uh, trip these guys up before they get to the line. Trevor Lawrence has been the talk of the town, for that matter, he's been the talk of the league this week, coming off his 368-yard, three-touchdown, one-rushing-touchdown performance. He has been as good as a quarterback as there is in football over the last five weeks, and Evan Ingram was the beneficiary on Sunday in Nashville, catching a Jaguars record by one yard over Pete Mitchell's 161-yard record. Now, the record holder for most yards by a tight end. Evan Ingram's big game in Nashville with 162. He shared some thoughts on his perspective of young Trevor Lawrence 13 weeks into this season. Each little bump in the road he experienced, he's learned from, he's grew from. Um, and uh, he's became a stronger player, a stronger teammate, um, and uh, a better person of the two. Um, and he's just being himself. Uh, he's playing with swagger, he's playing with confidence. Um, you know, we feed off him. Uh, and I know he feeds off of us too. So. Um, the sky's the limit for him. Um, and it's, it, I know that because I just know how he works. I see, I see how he works and how he pairs and how he carries himself. Um, it's really cool to see. It's, 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 it's a blessing and it's a privilege to be part of it for sure. 
there is something to the sense these guys get when they know their quarterback is that good. Oh, it's uh, it's everything. Yeah. I mean, you uh, when he plays like that, uh, they know they have a chance in every game. And throughout the course of – ever since I've been following the league, when teams have quarterbacks like that, they never think they're out of it. It it raises the level. I think it raises what we were talking about the other day with uh, the defense. You know, it's much easier to play defense and continue to play hard even when you are giving up some points if you know the quarterback's keeping you in it and just one play that you make can be the difference in the game. Uh, they know what special is and what's not. I mean, uh, when I was with the Colts, for example, uh, Peyton Manning was not always the most popular guy in the locker room because he led uh, very strictly sometimes. You know, he expected a lot out of teammates. And uh, you don't always love that, but you respect it. They knew they needed him on that wall, yeah. so to speak, to use the old Jack Nichols. You know. <laughs> right. Um, so, and you never doubted the direction you never doubted if you have a chance and it, and that carried him to a lot of games they shouldn't have won um i'm not going to compare i'm not going to compare trevor to peyton yet because peyton did it over the course of his career he's a rushmore guy to me but uh he's showing traits they both were 16 oh uh, yes they did yeah yes they did all right let's go back to the the dominant theme this week beyond trevor and that is a big game and one of the most intense jaguars is left tackle cam robinson he's that guy who shows up ready to bring it on every single play a tempo setter, if you will, and the Jaguars will obviously need him to feed off this crowd and to play his best football on Sunday, and it sounds like he's ready. Yeah, no, it gets, I don't, even, I don't think people, I mean, just kind of because of the way it's been around in the past few years, I don't think people understand that when when the stadium gets full and when it kind of gets going, it gets going. I mean, we're in Florida, man, it's a, this football country, so whenever the football teams are rolling, it's it's always fun, you know, they pack the bank out and it's loud and it's, um, it's a great environment. He is one of those guys, one of those key guys that um, brings the intensity. Yeah, I remember in, in 17 when he was a rookie, Nate Hackett, told you know the offensive coordinator at the time, told me he was absolutely critical to their offense. And it was a rookie left tackle, and at times he played okay, played fun, you know, whatever. And it wasn't necessarily what he did in terms of playing, but he was the guy who went and uh, defended teammates when there was, you know, a scrap he was the guy uh the spiritual leader of the team already if you will and i think because he doesn't do a whole lot of media like that he, he doesn't really effort to put himself out there i think sometimes fans might not really uh sense that about him how important he is to the uh spirit i hate the word spirit but yeah. in this case the spirit and the uh, moxie of the team cam's a big deal on that front all right. That'll do it for Around the Locker Room. When we come back, he will, he won't, he might. But first, the 75th, pardon me, 78th annual Taxlayer Gator Bowl returns to TIAA Bank Field on December 30th, where the number 21 Notre Dame Fighting Irish face off against the number 19 South Carolina Gamecocks. For more information, visit TaxlayerGatorBowl.com. We're back right up to this. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, Sadef is Jacksonville's trusted and reliable moving company. Sadef is proud to be the official moving company of the Jacksonville Jaguars. To get a stress-free quote, call 904-638-7536. That's 904-638-7536 or visit Sadef.com. Sexton and Osher back with you here on a Thursday morning, and that means he will, he won't, he might. And John, we'll start with you. Yeah, and I kind of went chalk here. I went Trevor Lawrence, which uh, I usually don't do with this. You try to pick somebody who's not really a major storyline. But uh, he will be such a key to the game that I'm not sure you can ignore him this week. Um, I think he'll play well. I think we're beyond having to worry about, uh, you know, disastrous games from him. Uh he won't match his numbers from last week because they were pretty staggering. I think the Cowboys' defense is better than the uh, Titans' defense. But he might be the factor that allows them to win. And by saying that, I mean more than just this game. He might be at the point of his career where he's the reason that they can go win these kind of games. Right. Uh, it doesn't always happen, even for the elite guys. Uh, I don't know that t- that uh, two months ago we would have sat here and said that about him, that, hey, they have a chance to go win this game because they have 16 on the roster. Um, that has been sort of building over the last uh, four or five weeks. But I think all of a sudden now you're sitting here on a Thursday and saying, why do the Jaguars have a chance to win this game? And, and the number one reason is because they have Trevor Lawrence. Right. That's a huge difference, and uh, regardless of what happens on Sunday, the fact that you can say that uh, changes the dynamic of this franchise uh, dramatically from what it was. Well, just his whole, whole the approach that he brings, right? The entire approach. Yesterday, he stood in his press conference and talked about that interception that he threw in the red zone in London against Denver and how he felt after the game. I mean, he's. He's just such a pure competitor in that mm-hmm. standpoint. You don't have to guess at what drives him. He's about football, and his teammates know that as well. So I'll go with that understated storyline that you were talking about. I'll go with Luke Fortner, the Jaguars' rookie center from Kentucky. Uh, he will be a huge reason why the Jaguars do or do not protect Trevor Lawrence on Sunday, not just because he's one of five, but because the center, as you know, is the quarterback of the offensive line, and this Cowboys defense is second to the Eagles with 48 sacks and just watching Phil Rauscher in the portion of the media time on the practice field yesterday and the intensity with which he was talking about where everybody lines up and how things change fast this rookie center's got to have his head on a swivel he's got to be very well prepared I say he will be on Sunday he won't be a guy that anybody talks about after the game they'll be talking if the Jaguars win about Trevor or Travis or uh, Josh Allen or an interception from uh, from Campbell. I'm telling you, though, 
he he won't be talked about, but he might be the reason why they win, John. Because Trevor Lawrence is, if Trevor Lawrence is the best, most important reason why they have a chance to win, well, then Luke Fortner's got to be number two or close to it because he's the guy who is going to make sure that Trevor is protected by seeing what the Cowboys are doing and the time that he prepares this week in the film room. All right. All right. And with that, we'll take our last break. And when we come back, Monday's headlines today. Sunday's game against Dallas is presented by our friends at Renewal by Anderson. It's a better way to a better window, and you can find them at rbafla.com. The game on Sunday presented by Renewal by Anderson. You know, it says a lot. I mean, these guys work hard together. They practice well. Um, you know, it starts with Luke inside with the communication and, and uh, spreads from there, you know, and, and, and really all five guys have played, played really well. Played solid and consistent, and, and that's what you can ask, you know, of your offensive line to do. And, um, you know, they pride themselves on trying to keep the quarterback clean if possible. John, on Sunday in Nashville, the Jaguars kept him clean. That is no sacks allowed for the sixth time mm-hmm. this season, which is the most in the NFL this season. Yeah, they, And a franchise record. They've had a strange year because they're a good group, and – They've gotten too much criticism for a long time, and they get criticized a little bit this year because people criticize the offensive line. They either give up zero or they give up a couple. Right. Um, and it it's hard to kind of explain why that is. I think Trevor has helped them. I think he gets rid of the ball quicker. I think any line is going to be helped by a quarterback with pocket awareness. That's in, that's improving. Uh, but overall, they give up 23 sacks this year. This is a good unit. That is well coached. And in, in in two of those cases, right? So they gave up four to the Eagles, and the Eagles had a big lead in the second half. Right. That's so they were able to right. take them. Same thing with Kansas City. They gave up five to Kansas City, and Kansas City had a big lead, and they were able to send Chris Jones, and they created a lot of situations. The last, on the road. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that all – and that's nine of the 23, so that's and, – And Detroit got, got two, and one of those was – just trash time, I mean, at the very end of the bowl game. So they've been pretty good this year. They're going to have to be really good on Sunday because Micah Parsons is a guy who makes your head turn. And uh, an old fan, Dante Fowler, mm-hmm. is uh, is doing pretty well for them. In well, that, run that and stay ahead, and the pass rush gets a lot harder to do on the other side. All right. Got a headline for uh, – well, wait, hold on. We have a, a nifty little jingle here. Oh, it's well, time for Monday's headlines today. All right, what you got? Well, if they win, that's the headline. Welcome to the future. Yeah. So uh, I like that. There you go. You um, like it. But I, I think that it, it this wouldn't be the headline, but I think this is going to be the theme, if you will. Uh, one last hiccup. And because I think the Cowboys might be a little too much on Sunday for the Jaguars yet to be, because I think the Cowboys are really, really good. That being said, I they have three more after that. If they don't win this, they're not. It's not done, and I think they're going to run the table after this game, and make it very interesting at the end. This game, whatever happens here, uh, unless the Titans go out and beat the Chargers, which I don't think they will, uh, everything is still the same after this game for the Jaguars. And I'll give you one on the winning end of it, right? Because I think the Trevor Lawrence, 
I know that the defense is better than the Titans' defense, though Brian Broaddus told us yesterday that the secondary, they've got some issues back there. Um, I'll say his star is Teal, and that is I expect Trevor Lawrence to have a huge game. Not It might not be 368 yards and three touchdowns, but you will feel his presence in this ball game. and I don't think that the Cowboys run away with it. I think the Jaguars have an opportunity in the fourth quarter, and whether they win or whether they lose, his star is Teal. Uh, as a playoff of the silver blue star. Yeah, I should clarify. I, I've I've picked against the Jags a lot this year, partly because it makes it more interesting because we're all talking 100%. about. Hundred um, percent. I came really close to picking this yeah. week. I, I there's something about this team right now, and I know I'm being you know. It takes you back to '96. There was something about that team too that you couldn't put your finger on, but they yeah. just found a way to get it done. Um, so I, I I really like the Cowboys overall, which They're is good. why I'm I, I'm not picking them. Uh, but it would not surprise me if, if we're sitting here talking about a win on Monday. All right, and that'll do it. Jags drive time on a Thursday. Thanks to John and to Joe and to Reber and Cho and our entire crew here for a good week on drive time. We'll hope to have a better week next week. Maybe talking about a win on Monday morning. Have a great rest of your day. Get some Christmas shopping done, folks. See you on Sunday. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.